Think of a situation that you wish to transcend. The state that you wish to achieve. Think of it in such a way that <clears throat> you bring about a strong determination, a strong aspiration. Let it be as clear as you can make it. But once that determination is clear and strong, hold on to it and see how meditation is necessary to help you fulfill the objective of this determination. You need your body to cooperate. You need your mind to cooperate. So add this intention to your determination, the intention to have the body and mind cooperate. Holding on to these two, bring your attention now to the body. Start first with the legs. You want the legs to cooperate, to be in a place that is conducive to meditation. And just let the legs get into that posture where there is comfort, and stability. Listen to those flashes of intuition that tells you move the leg this way or that way. And once the legs are in that place, they feel comfortable, they feel stable, and a pleasant sensation start to arise in the legs. That's your indication that the legs are in a conducive place for meditation. And bring that, uh, that intention, that determination, bringing your attention now to the hands and arms. And infuse the arms and hands with that determination, with your intention. And let the arms sort of almost by themselves find a posture that is conducive to meditation.
and leave them in that comfort, that stable place, and feel that pleasant sensation now coursing through the arms and air hands. Elbows not too far, not too close to the body. Now bring your attention now to the shoulders. Holding your intention for the body to cooperate. Holding your determination. And once the shoulders are in <coughs> the proper posture, they feel comfortable, there's a sense of stability, and that nice pleasant sensation now flows through the shoulders. Now your attention to your back and shoulders and uh, torso. Just like before, holding your determination, holding your intention for the body to cooperate. And just let the back find that posture where the back is naturally straight and comfortable. And in a end in connection to the sense of stability, there's a sense of confidence arising in the body. And that pleasant physical sensation now flows through the back and torso. And center the head and neck mouth, teeth, tongue resting in their natural places, eyes can be opened or closed or half opened, the one that you find most conducive for you, that's the one that's best for you to adopt, that's the one that will help you going to meditation. Now that pleasant physical sensation is flowing throughout the body, from toes to head, head to toes. And it is reflected in the breath. Bring your attention to the breath. Now your intention is to simply observe the breath, to know that you're breathing in when you are breathing in, to know that you're breathing out as you are breathing out. Don't concern yourself with doing something about distractions. Don't concern yourself with forcing your mind 
to focus on the breath. Don't concern yourself with controlling the breath. What you what you want to make sure that's present. <coughs> Your determination is ready. There's a easy mindfulness on that sense of ease in your intention to follow the breath as long as these are present you are doing exactly what you need to do don't concern yourself if there are other things present in the mind if the senses are picking up other things don't fight them, don't try to push them away. Let them be. And as you are following the breath in this way, staying on the breath, again, check the posture to make sure that it is truly comfortable, as comfortable as you can make it, as stable as you can make it. And if you need to make adjustments so you can be more comfortable, more stable, make the adjustments while remaining aware of the breath. The sense of ease, deepening, is your indicator, is your sign that the posture is conducive to meditation. Now stay with that intention to follow the breath, adding to that mindfulness the flow, the continuity of awareness on the breath, adding to that intention to follow the breath, the intention to keep that continuity unbroken, to follow the breath continuously for about 20, well, let's do 11 cycles of breath.
awareness of the breath. <coughs> fade in the background. And let your mindfulness and that sense of ease come to the foreground. Be aware of how that pleasant sensation that was first detected within the body is now felt in the breath. Be aware of how this tranquil state is also reflected in the mind. from within this very tranquil state. Bring your attention to the space in front of you at the level of your eyebrows. Bow to prostrations distance from you. While focusing in that space, bring forth your determination. the determination. Ask through what means, depending on whom, relying on what, will you definitely achieve the objective of your determination. see your infallible guide appearing in that space in a form made entirely of light. Holding on to that conviction that this is the actual means through which you will achieve the objective of your determination. You show your death, your reverence with prostration. placing your reliance 
when you are in this infallible guide, the embodiment of the three jewels, take refuge. Again, finding that measure of conviction. And seeing that definitely and relying on this on your spiritual guide, this presence in front of you, that you will definitely achieve your highest goal. Feel a great sense of gratitude. Demonstrate this gratitude by making offerings. Clear your obstacles, to remove any, <coughs> to remove a sense of dysfunctional guilt. First, admit your faults, admit the actions committed under their influence, seeing how they are the very cause and condition for the obstacles that you're experiencing you regret having undertaken such actions. Seeing how you cannot completely rely on the habits of the mind, so you take refuge in your infallible guide in the three jewels.
seeking their protection and their guidance and their strength. Out of that strength that you've just gained, make a strong promise to be strained in the future from acting out of such weaknesses. And make that promise according to your capacity. promise to do something to make up and feel the lightness coming from this purification and rejoice and continue to strengthen the refined state of mind brought on by the act of rejoicing, continuing to rejoice in all measures of goodness, in all measures of merit, yours and others, those who are not enlightened and those of those who are already enlightened. of this more refined state of mind brought on by rejoicing and within this refined more refined state of mind turn your attention now to the conditions of sentient beings the desperate struggles to gain peace, to be free of pain, 
to find true contentment and how delusions tricks them makes them strive in ways that only increases their pain only distances them from truth true happiness and let yourself feel compassion for them let yourself strongly wish that they can find happiness and while holding them in this embrace turn your attention again to your infallible guide and because your heart is holding all beings in this embrace when you see your infallible guide you feel directly connected to all enlightened beings from this sense of contact this sense of connection on behalf of all these suffering beings you beg that these enlightened beings come into their lives show all these beings who are struggling how to truly find happiness how to truly free themselves from pain and for as long as it takes may they remain in their lives continuing to guide them Think of the meditation that you're going to do and feel the momentum that you've gathered so far and dedicate its power to help you succeed in your meditation.
and look again at your infallible guide. See those qualities that you are aspiring after, how they are embodied in your infallible guide. And you wish to be closer than to your infallible guide. And you ask that he comes to the crown of your head. And immediately, with great joy, your infallible guide comes to the crown of your head. Feel that bright presence above your head. And strongly wishing to be free of the obstacles to your meditation. Strongly wishing to gain the realizations you seek. Turn your attention to your infallible guide while making the strong wishes. And feel a downpour of nectar, of blessings. Pouring from your, from your infallible guide's heart. Washing away your obstacles, filling you with the power to gain the realizations you seek. Your aspiration to be close transforms to an aspiration to become inseparable. Due to the power of your aspiration, the form of the teacher dissolves into a point of light and it descends through the crown of your head, enters your heart center and merges with your mind. Look for that. Conviction that you have become inseparable. No matter what that measure may be, hold on to it for as long as you can.
And bring your attention back to your breath. Staying aware of the breath, slowly become aware of the body again. Okay, so we're gonna try, well, I'm gonna try to see if I can give you time now to do the meditation that we were uh, trying to do last time, okay. Uh, so you do this meditation usually at the moment of uh, you know, after meditating for a while on a particular topic and you start to feel frustration, you start to feel uh, that you so almost like you've gone beyond uh, the, your, your, your abilities and you starting to, you might even start to feel discouraged, okay? So you would do this meditation sort of gain courage to gain uh, 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 enthusiasm about your practice. But also at the same time, uh, it's a means also to actually gain some realization. Okay, you might even this method might even be the means through which you gain the realization that you are seeking. Okay, so oh, you're going to go through the process thinking about what is what the what is what is the meaning of the ultimate. What is the ultimate meaning of the teacher, the Lama, okay, and you're going to go through, go through that until you get to a, a point where you see that the, the, the ideal teacher, if you have not met that teacher yet, is actually uh, um, the effort, the compassionate effort, the loving effort, the, the the effort of all enlightened beings reaching you. So you, you can start from it, you can start at this, you can, you can get to this uh, point by starting with your condition and developing some sort of compassion for those who are in this, in this condition and what you're aspiring to, the state that you're aspiring to achieve, to help others, what will it be like? And then from there you think, oh, well, there are others who have already achieved that. Okay, and what would I do if I were already uh, having achieved that? And you think, oh, they are doing that also. They're, they have done it, they, they've done it and they're doing it. If you were enlightened, uh, you, be, you, you would have become enlightened out of a concern for the suffering of others, out of concern to help others who are suffering. And you would go out 
to those who are suffering and then help them. Uh, and not only would you go out to those who, uh, uh, especially for, for those who are n not only, uh, who are not only just suffering, but who are suffering and then who are asking for help. Especially for those, to those you would, you would go out, you make a special uh, appearance. And for those who are especially like you, not only who are aware of their suffering, but who are aware that others are suffering the same way, and then you're aspiring to be able to help them yourself, they will make a very, very special uh, uh, effort to appear to people like that, okay, to really guide, to guide them how to achieve that. So if you were enlightened, you would make a special appearance to those who, who have this kind of aspiration. So you think, well, if I would do it, if I were a Buddha, if I were enlightened, so that means the Buddhas are doing it. And since I am in that, in that situation, I am I'm aware of my difficulties and I want to transcend them. And I'm aware that there are, uh, of those others who are in difficulties and I want to help them in an ultimate way. So since I am in this situ situation, so the Buddhas have, are making appearances to me. They are, they are sending their blessings to me. Okay. So, where is that blessing? How do, uh, where do I find this blessing that the Buddhas are, are sending to me? So you think the, uh, that almost like uh, that point of cons not consummation, point of conversion, where all the blessings of all the Buddhas meet for my sake, in their concern for me, this, that point is that point of conversion is the teacher. Okay, that point of conversion is the teacher. So that teacher is not just someone trying to help me. It's, it's the point where I make contact with all the Buddhas who are trying to help me. Okay. And you, you, you make that, you, you get yourself to that point of conviction where you accept that the Buddhas are trying to help you and they made connection with you already. And, and it's either because of our delusions we cannot see that or, well, nothing else, it's just because of our delusion. <laughs> either that we, because of our delusion we haven't seen that or we are, we are already seeing that. These are the only two possibilities. Either, we've made, either we are deluded, we can't see that connection that has been made to us, with us or we, are, we, have, we have made that connection and we, we see it, okay? Since we, so, so the conviction that there is this connection remains intact, okay? So if you already uh, made that uh, conscious connection with someone for, for you, uh, uh, through, uh, through, for you through this person, you are, uh, in co you are connected to all, you're connected to the compassionate concern of all the Buddhas for you. You're connected to all the skillful means of rescuing you from all the Buddhas. You're connected to, all, to the loving concern of, the, of all the Buddhas for you. Okay? All the different teachings, all the different methods, all the different uh, uh, tricks that you need to do that the Buddhas have given you, they converge in that person that you're calling teacher. Okay? 
or either you have met that person or you have not met that person yet. Okay, you made a, either you have met made a uh, conscious connection with that person or you're on your way to make your, to make a conscious connection with that person. Okay, and that conscious connection will manif you have to consider it, it manifests in different ways. It manifests it, no the con the connection is already made whether you're aware of it or not. And the conscious connection is manifest as you see an image, you see a form. That's making the conscious connection. But it's not when, uh, when the image appears, that's when you make the, con make the connection. Okay? That's when you become aware of the connection. You understand what I'm trying to say? So the Buddha has already connect, uh, as the, uh, the Buddha has, all the Buddhas already have made connection with you. They're already teaching you. Okay? And you're not aware of it, so you don't see anything, you don't see anybody. Okay? And then one day, because you're now consciously accepting this connection, because of that, because of that, a form appears. You meet someone. Okay? So meeting the moment when you meet that person is not the moment when you make the connection. It's not the moment when the Buddhas are now connecting with you. That moment is when you yourself make, have, uh, it's like someone you know, uh, tapping you, trying, wants to draw, take your, draw your attention and you don't see them and they're tapping you on the back. Okay? Okay? So um, it's not like uh, uh, the person wanted to, one person was making connection with you once you turn around. The person has been making connection with you. And once you turn around is when you accept, when you acknowledge that person is tapping you on the back. Okay? So once you, so in this case, when you see a form, it's like you turn around and you see, oh, this is the, this is, uh, the person who's been trying to uh, draw my attention. And the tapping on the back, you usually feel it in a sense of somehow you have a compulsion to do a certain thing. You have a compulsion to uh, follow a certain line of, of behavior. Okay, so that's like the tapping. Or you sometimes you might feel an aspiration for something that whose object that you have no way of verifying whether it exists or not. Okay, so that's like the tapping. Okay, and when you acknowledge, oh, when you acknowledge it, when you want to uh, pay attention to it, that's when you see a form. That's when you see a teacher. Okay. So that teacher, that form may already manifest, may have already manifested to you, okay? You have already uh, made a connection with someone for whom or through whom you consider that this is where all the Buddhas were con uh, 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 contacting me or communicating with me, okay? Uh, you can either, through that form or through that personality, uh, uh, and through that pers the, per the form of that personality, make, do the meditation. Or you can take that personality and give it the form of some, some divine form. Like uh, if it would be easier for you, if it was, no, if this is the form that you encountered, okay, then put the personality of your teacher in that form. So your teacher is appearing. So that's the form you're seeing, but you're not saying this is somebody else. You're saying this is my teacher. You know, it's the same guy who, who you know, uh, 
drinks tea. It's the same guy who drinks tea with a lot of butter. It's the same guy who, who, who you know, uh, you know, sneezes when when the cat's around. But now this is the appearance as you're seeing. Okay. And if it's uh, another form that's more appealing to you, then you know, if the form is here, that you have, then you have an image. If the form is not here, then uh, you, if it could be, it could be a form that you that has appeared to you where you haven't yet seen a representation of it yet, maybe something like that. Okay. The thing is, whatever the form is, you must not consider it to be somebody, some person living some far distant place that you have not met met yet. Okay. Whatever the form that you're seeing. It's a form you have, to, you have to say that you already have established a relationship with. Okay? They are in your life or presently. You're not asking someone to come into your life. It's already in your life. And while they are there, then you can consider all those things. This is the point where all the Buddhas are reaching me. This is, this is a manifestation of all the Buddhas' compassion for me, trying to help me, uh, seeing that I am want to do this and... Uh, want to get away from my, uh, transcend my troubles, my difficulties, uh, uh, wanting to be able to really help others in an ultimate way. Okay? So this is the means I'm, through which I'm going to uh, achieve it. And the, the thing, what is it that the Buddhas want, want uh, of you? What is it that they want to give you? They don't want to just give you the, the, the pleasure of seeing their beautiful faces. Okay? They want to give you the realization that they have already achieved. So that's what you're going to get from them. So imagine, uh, we're going to, vi- not Im- the word imagine doesn't, doesn't help, but visualize that you are, they are giving you their realization. Okay? As you are reciting the, the, either the Guru Mantra, uh, there's, uh, if you, I, I bought this book because I know it's in here somewhere. So, if you want to see it, for those who are more visual than others, there's there's a one particular. If you feel a strong connection to the form of Dietonkapa, where is Dietonkapa? Okay, over here. Okay, if you feel more connection to Dietonkapa, then the Guru mantra for Dietonkapa is Om A Guru Vajatara Sumatikiti. City whom, okay, and it's I lost the page. Sorry, <laughs> uh, took me a long time to find the page. There it is. Okay, page thirty in this little book. If you want to see it, so you can write it down. Okay, it's the second mantra, Om A Guru. Unfortunately, they re- they recite they re- they write there Benza. Benza is just how a lot of Tibetans pronounce it. But might might I have to say it's not every Tibetan pronounces it that way. Okay, some Tibetan pronounce it differently. <laughs> the way my teacher would, would, would pronounce it is Vaj Bazra, Bazra. Okay, Om A Bazra Dharma, Bazra Dara. Okay, oh sorry, Om A Guru Bazra 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 Dara Sumati Kiti Sedihum. Okay, I have to close my eyes sometimes. <laughs> Om A Guru, and then so it, it's the formula is the same for every guru. Okay, it's Om A Guru, and then you say the name of your of your teacher, and then you either end it with Siddhi Hum Hum or just Hum Hum, 
but uh, usually it's Sedi Hum Hum. Okay, so Om Ah Guru, your Guru's name, Sedi Hum Hum. So if your teacher is uh, named, for example, uh, Losam Jambel, you will say Om Ah Guru Losam Jambel, Sedi Hum Hum. Sarva is not in that. What was that? So we had, last week we had Sarva, Sidi, Hum. Yeah, no, Sarva is another, uh, is, is the longest one. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, saying all cities, grant me all accomplishments, Hum, Hum. Okay. Om, uh, Guru, your Guru's name, either Sidi, Hum, Hum, or you can make it Sarva, Sidi, Hum, Hum. Okay. okay. So, uh, if Jesongapa happens to be the form of Jesongapa, you know, happens to be the what uh, you have a strong connection with Jesongapa, you would so the man, the name of Jesongapa is Vajra Dara Sumati Kilti. So they take the the name, the Tibetan name, and translate it in in uh, in, uh, in Sanskrit. Okay, Vajra Dara Sumati Kilti. Uh, and, and some of you probably uh, feel a strong connection with uh, Padmasambhava. So uh, the, the mantra for Padmasambhava is uh, Om Ah Om Ah Hum uh, Vajra Guru Pemasedi Hum Hum okay. uh, Vajra Guru Om Ah Hum Vajra Guru Okay. So that's sort of give you uh, an outline of how to use your guru's name as a mantra, and you're reciting it, and you and you think of it. Those sounds themselves are not just sounds. It's the it's so you could say that the, the teacher has three forms that can uh, bestow blessing to you. That physical form that you see. The sound, the mantra, is that it's not just a name or the mantra of the guru. It's the guru, uh, it's the guru himself, appearing as sound. Okay, and of course the teacher's realization that you're seeking. That's the other form. Okay, so look for those three. So as you look at the form, you're reciting the mantra, and look for the other form of the realization of dawning in your heart. Okay. Okay. And then, you know, whatever emotion, the more emotion you can pour into it, the better, okay? So pour your emotions into it and think about all, you know, all this. This is where all the Buddhas, uh, this, is, this is the convergence of the compassion of all the Buddhas for me. This is the conversion of all the love of the Buddhas for me. This is the point of conversion where all the teachings that the Buddhas have for me come to meet, okay? And then you, and you, you, you keep strengthening it in your mind as you recite it, recite the mantra. And you, of course, see light rays emanating and then uh, uh, filling you up and purifying you, okay? I mean, if you have many teachers, you know, you know take time, take turn putting their names in, in there, okay? Okay, get ready.
quickly. I'm going to give you time now to actually do the practice. <laughs> I'm ready. You ready? form that strong determination about what you're about to do. And let that determination grow stronger and stronger. So it's not a matter of whether or not the Buddha's or your teacher wants to give you something. So you can consider it's a matter of whether or not you're willing to accept what they want to, what they're giving you. So let that determination infuse the body. Let it infuse your mind. Stabilize it by observing five cycles of breath.
is start that train of thought that leads to that conclusion that all, every single enlightened being are connected to you and they're all eager to give you their complete realizations And once that conviction is stabilized and bring to mind the form through which you made that connection. And that form is not some personality in some world away from here. had we have direct connection with recite the name mantra it's not so much that you are asking them begging them to give you something it's more through the power of that mantra you're removing the obstacles that are preventing you from accepting what has already been given
recite, start reciting the mantra. Pour your emotion into it, entreating, beseeching.
that presence, that form, come and dwell in your heart. And either from that space, it becomes the size of a point of light, comes to the crown of your head, descends through the crown of your head, and enjoys your heart center, and there sits in the very center of your heart center, merging, becoming your mind. some assistance, ultimate assistance to them. Light rays emanate from your heart, goes through the very pores of your body, goes to those that you have concerns about, alleviate them of their problems, and places them in true peace, true contentment. the merit of this to the achievement of your ultimate goal. slowly become aware of the body through the breath Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I'll see you uh, some of you next Sunday and after that I'm going to be uh, away for uh, the first 17 days of, of uh, December. I'll be back on the 18th. So I'll see you the weekend of that, Sunday of that. Okay. All right. Thank you. Take care. <laughs>